your boy ranger allen let's go let's get that round of applause how's everybody doing today doing pretty good doing pretty good watching this motherfucking podcast hope you guys are going to enjoy it some great content so today's video we're going to be talking about basketball most importantly why i love basketball the future of basketball videos uh cash nasty scale of ballers we're going to talk about my scale that i created why i stopped playing basketball uh my favorite team uh do i watch the nba in general uh why i believe the WNBA sucks uh the nba greatest of all time uh give you a quick intake on that uh and give you something quick on am i good at basketball uh, tell you about that too, but before we get into that, let's get into our sponsor, Anchor.fm. The best way to get up and start a podcast. It's free and easy, and all you need to do is shout out Anchor.fm. It's not really that hard. So what are you waiting for, you dumb fuck? Get to that shit. And if you don't want to get to it, then fuck you. Don't make your own podcast, bitch. And you can also check me out on my socials on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok at Ranger Allen, exclamation point. Check me out on Twitter at your boy Ranger. And you can check me out on IG at the Ranger underscore Allen. You can also check out the podcast on Google, Overcast, Apple, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. Let's get to it. All right. So why I love basketball. I love basketball because it started since I was younger. Since I was younger, I used to watch a lot of basketball, um, a lot of basketball videos, um, like movies like uh, Space Jam. Um, That was one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, Also, I used to watch, um, I used to read a lot of books on basketball history and I used to read a lot of books on, you know, saying like Michael Jordan. I read a book on LeBron. I read a book on um, on what is it, Scottie Pippen. I read a book on Julius Irvin. And then they had this uh, basketball, this overall basketball book in general, right? That you know, what I'm saying. They, they had this book in general that just had the whole history of basketball. And the crazy thing was that, man, LeBron been in the league so long that I read a book about him literally like in elementary school. And that's the crazy part. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the crazy part. 
Um, he's been around so long in the league, and that's that's crazy, bro. It's still year twenty, and he's doing his thing, man. He's out there making that shit happen, and you know, saying it's crazy that a guy could play that long in the league. I mean, of course, you know, he has some advantages to him. You know what I'm saying? Taking care of his body. I did hear LeBron takes very good care of his body. From what I heard about Michael Jordan, he takes care of his body better than Jordan. But that's going to be probably a lot of the good things I say about LeBron. To be honest, when we get to the GOAT, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty. But why I love basketball. So as I talk about um, a lot of the books and everything that I read and also playing basketball – as a kid, it was always something so exciting about just dribbling a basketball, shooting a basketball. It's something that's just so, so fun about it. And it's always got me intrigued as in, you know, just getting better every time I had the opportunity to play basketball. I would always get the opportunity to shoot, play, just overall have fun. And, you know, playing with friends and just the competition level with basketball, it, it's just so fun to and, and to have those type of moments and to, you know, saying feel like there's always a ceiling for you to get high with basketball. Like once you start practicing and playing, you start realize how addictive it, it can get. And a lot of times when I play basketball in real life, it does frustrate me when I play 2K because a lot of times I feel like what I can do in what I can do in um, 2K, you know what I'm saying? What I can do in real life, my bad, I can't do in 2K. And it just be pissing me off, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes in 2K, a lot of the shit they do don't even make real world sense. It don't even make sense just a lot of the ways where I feel like, you know what I'm saying, in real world where I do things where it's like this how basketball is being played and in 2K, it's just, I don't know, whatever the fuck. But overall, like, just the basketball experience is very fun. I was going to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame. That was before um, that was before uh, COVID. And I was going to go there because it's in Massachusetts because weed is legal in Massachusetts. I think they got dispensaries and I was going to see if they had a Wyndham down there and I could go there to the basketball hall of fame, just record it, just record some people there. And overall, um, give, give, you know, saying my intake on the players that played in the league players that have, you know, given up, you know, saying that played that have given their service to the league and overall just give respect to the players that, you know, saying Hall of Famers and guys that have paved the way for all the other players in the league. So that's why I always wanted to go to the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I probably just a one thing uh, thing and, you know, saying go there and, you know, for my experience, that's it. But. Basketball, like I say, it's just a high ceiling for basketball. It's just so fun. And once you once you get into it, once you just get into the loop, the players just playing the game, watching the games, a lot of the things that, that's great is with basketball, it's almost like you can just go out instantly and try to mimic what you see, even though you may not be good enough. Sort of like with a lot of things. But with basketball – it's a very, 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 you can, it's mentally and physically such a high ceiling and you can always get better. Now, let's get to the future of b-ball videos on my channel. 
in the future, I plan on making videos related to me playing basketball, and I will get to how good am I, but um, just real quick, I do want to at least do like 1v1 videos or make like 5v5 videos. I would have to get somebody, I mean, I do know somebody that does um, photography and videography, but um, of course it's going to charge money, but, <laughs> but number two, um, number two is that, uh, I would have to set it up and I would have to be able to set up the cameras, like what angles and exactly what are we going to do for the game and how is it going to work? Because of course I don't want to just step in and then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? We don't really, we don't really have a real goal and yeah, we getting into doing it, but it's, uh, it's just kind of sloppy. I don't want it to be that way. I want it to be a little bit, you know, saying a little bit where we have control and you know what I'm saying? If we can't do it live, then I'll just put the overlay over it and just have to go and edit the video and put the overlay like that. But my goal is with those videos, like I said, to do live 1v1 videos, I'll just uh, put on a side of my YouTube channel. I would have to find some people to play 1v1 against. And once I do that or get some people to uh, film playing basketball 1v1, 2v2, once I can do that, I, I'll be straight or like if I pull up on some people, I do know some games that be running at a nearby court on Sundays. I could go over there and I can start filming because they'll have people that play there at like nine, 10 o'clock. I can go there and start filming and hopefully, you know, try to get me some videos of me making some shots or me playing defense or whatnot. I, I do hope to have more basketball videos because, of course, I have lost myself in playing basketball. And I will talk about why I stopped playing basketball and why I stopped playing. Um, the reason why I stopped playing was because of depression. Um, I've been feeling really, really depressed in my life. And one of the things that I stopped doing was basketball, but I mean, it's been with a lot of stuff like video games, watching, just simply watching a movie. Sometimes it seemed like I don't have the general enjoyment of doing things like to me. I've noticed that I put more of my energy in doing things that are productive, like, for example, making these videos and making um, making the Spotify's. I'll be more interested in doing that knowing that I can build something up rather than um, I just been trying to focus on more productive stuff, but also it's really mostly been just feeling depressed and feeling down in the dumps and just losing a lot of the interest to do things and the general things I used to do, like playing basketball, sports, and a whole bunch of other shit. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's just some mental things that I got to get a hold of, but in the end, eventually, I will get back to playing basketball, and I will get back to getting on the court. I do need to uh, use it for a form of exercise, and also, I can just use it to play into the Ranger Allen persona because, of course, on the court, I would want to wear my mask playing on the court, or if I'm playing against people, I'm definitely going to wear my mask because, you know what I'm saying, it's Ranger Allen. Matter of fact, where, where is that? Where is that? 
Ranger Allen. Yep. <laughs> Time to get serious. I already got it. Oh, I forgot I had that on there. Yep. So you already know it's Ranger Allen. So I would want to wear my mask just to keep up with the theme and also just to make a, a series of me playing basketball games. You know, basketball, I mean, even when I was playing with my friend, I mean, it is fun, and I, I do get my enjoyment back. I do realize that I'm very rusty, and I'm kind of fat, so, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel sluggish on the court, and I just don't feel like that I can really move the way I want to, and so I got to lose some weight, and I got to I gotta get my weight down, and I got to get – I just got to get back on the court, and, like, I probably have to start stretching and, you know, making sure I get myself – I don't even got to be in, like, peak physical shape, but I got to at least be in good enough shape. You know what I'm saying? Just, just good enough. Just good enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just good enough. So let's get to the cash nasty scale of ballers. And I'm sorry I'm moving down. I usually have these points just so I know what to talk about. Sometimes I may do it in order. I may not. Because usually when I do these episodes, I don't really write. I do these episodes and I just go like I just do it off rip. Like if I have enough understanding about what I'm going to talk about or I believe that I can talk about some stuff, I won't write a script. But if I believe that I need to do more research, then I'll write a script. You know, I don't have a problem writing a script. But a lot of times I just do it off rip. Um, So the cash nasty scale of ballers. So we're going to start with the first one, which is the no nets. So the no nets are the ones, right? They're, they don't play basketball at all, right? So they're just not basketball players. So they may play a game or they may shoot around, but they don't play basketball at all. Like they are not basketball players. Number two is the hoop. Hoops are people that... They are basketball fans, but they're trash at playing basketball, right? They're not good at all. And the reality is that people like Flight, where they're avid fans and they're avid fans of the game, but they're not very good at basketball. And it is kind of sad because you thinking like, why is somebody like, how are you that shit at basketball, right? How are you that shit at basketball? Wait, wait, let me finish, let me finish. How are you that shit at basketball, right? But you're a fan of basketball. Tell me it makes sense. Shut the fuck up. How about all y'all shut the fuck up? Yeah, that's why I said, like, how y'all fan of basketball, but y'all some shit. Y'all all some shit. Yeah. Shut up. Like, how you a fan of basketball, but you suck? And that's kind of thing. Like, you're just kind of a waste of a fan, to be honest. Like, when you're just trash, and yet you sit there and watch, like, Flight be watching so many basketball clips. This nigga's played more basketball than me, and I bet you I'd probably 11-zip that nigga. Straight up. Straight up. Like, not even joking. Straight up. I'm not losing the Flight. Like, dead ass. That nigga trash. Right, so he's a hoop. Then we have the hooper. Hooper is who I would call cash. Cash is kind of, cash is what you would say is an average hooper. A guy that 
He's not the best. He's not the worst. He's just pretty much your average. This is the person that you see at the YMCA playing basketball. The people that are the average, this is a hobby, and I, I love the game of basketball. Those average people. Then you have the Hooper Hoopers. So then you have the double H, the the double H's, right? Or the double hoops. You got the double the double rims. I call it the double hoops, the double rims. So the double rims, these are the guys where they kind of nice. They are right. You can tell that they not great, but you can tell that they have some skills and they're pretty good. They know they way around the court, right? They definitely know what they talking about, right? And you can have some conversations with them, but you can tell that there's a part where they're not really that good they're not at that extra level they try a little bit too hard to be at that extra level right whereas people at the hoopists right the hoopists are the ones where they know the game of basketball in and out to their pinky toe their thumb you pretty much the cream of the crop the top of the top they don't flip flop the real hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So uh that's just basically my list. And so I would put Cash Nasty a level seven hooper. Flight is a level five hoop. That nigga's trash. And he's probably lower than that. He's probably like a level three hoop where he's like not even like the average hoop. He's below average hoop. Like he's he's legit probably a starter hoop. He's not a no net because he has a bit understanding of basketball. Well, enough to not just be a no net. And that's sad because he's still trash, but he's a no-net. And then you talk about Lost and Unbound is like a level 10 no-net. And he lost to a level 10 no-net. Like, this nigga just trash. And, and Flight trash for no fucking reason. Like, I'm just saying, he trash for no reason. And we need to do something about that. We need to stand up against that. Against this bullshit. Bro, because every game I be watching of this nigga, bro, he just be playing like trash. And it just be like, bro, why are you that trash flight? Like, sometimes you think that he just, like, does this shit on purpose. And you just thinking, like, bro, like, why are you doing this? And every time he miss, you just like, fuck you. You just like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, God, flight, like, fuck you. Make the damn shot. And you just be trying to root for the nigga every time, bro. And he let you down. And you be like, bro, flight, flight, flight. He about to shoot the shot. Oh, no. He get another shot. Because he didn't hit the rim. That's why you didn't hear the sound. Like, I swear. Like, that's how I really be. And that nigga suck. And I don't get it. Like, why are you so fucking trash for no fucking reason? Like, I understand if he was just hitting the rim a lot. He don't even do that. This nigga, like, that game against Aiden Ross, bro, that motherfucker shot, like, four, five, six air balls. That nigga shot so many air balls, bro. That shit was sad, bro. It was just so fucking sad. And it's just like, bro, 
We need to do a video on that to show you the scale so I can show you where the YouTubers are at. So I can show you just how trash, like either you're good or you're trash. And, and that's just the bottom line. All right. Let's get to my favorite team. Do I watch the NBA? This is going to be quick, too. I don't really watch the NBA like that. Number one, because I don't have cable. I don't have cable. I don't have cable. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Shut the fuck up. Like, where the fuck do y'all people come from? Can I can I get a, a appropriate clap? Thank you. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Thank you. Thank you. I deserve a better applause for that, stupid. Fuck me mean, you dumb fucks. Talking about, yeah, yeah. Like, nigga, yeah, like, uh, to give me that cheer, nigga. Yeah, so I don't really watch the NBA like that. Um, it doesn't really excite me as much. Um, to be honest, like I said, I haven't really been finding excitement in a lot of things. So, like, the NBA has just been kind of one of those things. Sometimes it's hard for me to sit and watch a game on TV for two and a half hours. And sometimes I feel like I just don't want to invest my time to do that. I'd rather watch a movie and I don't even like playing video games for that long, let alone like sitting there watching like a, a basketball game for two and a half hours. And sometimes it's just like watching basketball on TV doesn't grasp my interest enough. Like it's not that basketball sucks. It's just kind of boring to watch on TV, to be honest. Okay, shut the fuck up. Like, it's just boring to watch on TV. Like, that's my opinion, to be honest. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. That's just how I've been lately. It, it just seems like a lot of things don't grasp my attention. Pretty much the only thing that grasps my attention is me being high, to be honest. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, my favorite team is the Washington Wizards. And like I said, I haven't really been watching them either. I do keep up with them and keep up with their scores. And I do follow them on Instagram. Um, but overall, I haven't really been watching the games. Now, I am going to be going to a game March 28th. Um, I will be seeing the Boston Celtics. And so that's going to be a good game. I hope that the teams need a playoff spot so that it can be a competitive game. So we don't just, me and my, uh, me and my father... My father, me and my father are going, so I want to make sure that it's a good game, so it's just not some bullshit, right? So, yeah, my favorite team is the Wizards. Honestly, the Wizards just make me disappointed sometimes. Like, I love being a Wizards fan, but sometimes I feel like as a Wizards fan, I'm just wasting my fucking time. And I'm just like, we're going to lose every year. We're not going anywhere for real. We're not really going to go to the playoffs or make any noise. It's just like as a Wizards fan, you just kind of got to be happy that your team exists. And that's pretty much fucking it. And that's pretty much the best thing about being a Wizards fan. Your team exists. And that's pretty much the only thing that you can really fucking care about. And it's kind of sad. 
But hey, I mean, look, you, you win some, you lose some, you know. It, it's just that being a Wizards fan, it, it just it just doesn't really seem right sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you just seem like everything. Like honestly, I feel <laughs> that's how I feel like being a Wizards fan. I feel like that. Like you know what I'm saying, and then also you know what I'm saying. Like that's how I feel. Like you really feel like a loser. You feel like a little goofy ass, little goofy ass, little goofball. You feel like a goofball nigga, and you just like, bro, y'all can't be like this all the time. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta break through and just win and do something and just something, bro, and something. And then every year, every fucking year. Every fucking year. That's just the same shit. Womp, womp, womp. Like, you fucking goof. Yeah, y'all goofy-ass niggas. And it's just like, man, damn, another year of this shit? Like, damn. And you just kind of like, bro. And then, like, they be telling you, man, all sports teams are like this. No, the fuck they're not. Like, some teams, y'all niggas just be winning. And other teams where they just fucking lose. And they just fucking lose. And all I want is for them to win one fucking ring just get one ring fuck it ring thing and just that's it like just one fucking ring just one fucking fucking fuck fuck fucking ring just one fucking ring man just one ring man jesus christ one just one ring that's it just one i already cursed but fuck it like just one fucking ring. That's all. That's all I really want as a Wizards fan. I don't really care about all that other shit. Just give us one fucking ring. I don't want to die and then feel like I'm dying and we ain't gonna win and shit. I don't want to be in heaven looking at them and they still fucking losing and shit. I mean, that's if I go to heaven, but fuck it. Like they just fucking being losers. I don't want that shit. But uh, let's go to why the WNBA sucks. Now, I'm going to tell you why I don't fuck with them. Man, shut the fuck up. Oh, fuck yourself. I'm going to tell you why I don't support the WNBA. Why, why I don't watch it. Okay. First of all, we got to understand that the WNBA has not made a profit in 27 years. Right? The WNBA was founded in 1996. This was the... I think was the 50th anniversary of the NBA because they had their NBA 50th anniversary team. And they, so I think that was the year they started the WNBA. I want you to think from 1996 to 2023, the WNBA has not made a single fucking dollar. I want you to think about that. The WNBA has not made a single fucking dollar right that's red flag number one okay this is just this has nothing to do with women or nothing or none of that bullshit feminist bullshit none of that shit this is just the books and their money this is their revenue this is 27 years mind you when the WNBA came out I was two years old I was born in 1994 the WNBA has been around since I was two years old. I am now about to turn 29 and the WNBA has never made a profit in fucking 27 years, right? Number two problem with the WNBA 
It's the fact that it's not entertaining. And the thing is, of course, a lot of these NBA players like Isaiah Thomas and a lot of these guys, they always like to play that bullshit that the NBA is the same and and that, oh, it's the same and that you're not a real fan and all this other bullshit. Let's be real. How many people watch the NBA to watch the triangle offense or to give a fuck about what the X's and O's, right? We don't watch the Milwaukee Bucks or LeBron James because of the X's and O's. We watch LeBron James because he is one of the most entertaining athletes, right? He is somebody that can jump from the free throw line and dunk a basketball. You're talking about the, remember that play? I think it was against the, um, it was against the Orlando Magic and LeBron caught the ball, bro. That motherfucking head was above the rim. I think they were wearing a blue jersey. Like, you're talking about a play. One play in LeBron's career, that shit right there is better than any play I've ever seen in the WNBA. you talking about these niggas literally can jump. They neck is above the rim. And you're telling me to watch a sport where in the history of your league, you've only had like three or four dunks? The WNBA is not fun to watch. At all. It is not fun to watch. It is boring as shit. And you want to know how I feel about all y'all women? All y'all women that be like talking all that shit about why the WNBA is the same and why you don't care about women and shit? Goofy ass bitches. Goofy ass niggas. Y'all just a goof. Y'all goofy. Bro, you want to know the craziest thing that I saw? The craziest thing that I saw? I saw an ad for the WNBA. If you spend $75 at Kroger's, you get two free WNBA tickets. That's what I'm saying. Like, laugh at that shit. And these are the people, they want respect for their league. They want people to watch it. They want people to care about their league. But it's like, fuck, nobody gives a fuck about the WNBA. You're talking about high school basketball is more exciting than the WNBA. The G League is more exciting than the WNBA. College basketball, you fucking talk about, I'd rather watch the Spanish League. And they're going to be saying in Spanish, and some Spanish shit, bro. I don't even know what the fuck them niggas are saying. But one thing I do know, that dude drove to the lane and just dunked on two people. Like, that's what I'm saying. You go to Japan, you will get way more entertainment value. Like, this is a joke. The WNBA is an absolute joke. And the dub- and then the problem is that nowadays, the WNBA was going to go bankrupt. And the reality is, if the NBA had not subsidized a lot of the money that they have lost, and that the WNBA was not there to stand up for those feminists and all those women and shit, they would have been out. The WNBA would have been gone. And it's unfair to watch as these women talk about because I want to live my dream and all this shit. Meanwhile, the average woman has a job. They're losing their fucking business and shit. You telling me you go 20 to think that if any woman can run a business nowadays and go fucking five years without making money, without you realizing where your path and direction is going, you're talking Five years is people losing their patience, let alone fucking 27. And you're telling me in 27 years, you have made not a single fucking dollar. Like, that's the sad part about the WNBA. It's like you guys don't make any fucking money, but y'all got all this shit to talk about niggas, all the shit to talk about the men, even though 80% of the men 
are the ones supporting the NBA because, of course, a lot of men who watch the NBA already are supporting the WNBA. You already got the NBA players because naturally with the NBA players, they're going to support the WNBA because that's just what the NBA players are on. We already know that as your platform and your image and your influence, you don't want to be seen being this NBA player who does not support the WNBA because you don't want to be the guy that's against women living out their dreams because you don't want to look at reality. All you give a fuck about is some bitch that just basically cried because she can't play basketball all because her league doesn't make money. And they try to make this argument about the CBA and how we want the same deal as the men. But here's the problem with that. The problem is because the NBA check this out, makes money every year, right? And so to try to compare a league that has been profitable damn near for like years and years versus a league that hasn't profited at all, you're telling me 27 years, 27. NBA players were getting paid more in the 80s. You're talking about 40 fucking years ago. And Charles Barkley's rookie contract, he was getting paid four years, $2 million. He got paid more money in the 80s, Charles fucking Barkley, than a WNBA player is getting paid right fucking now. He got paid more money in his rookie year than a WNBA gets paid in two years. It would take them 10 fucking years to match his contract. Like... The WNBA is a fucking failure. Like, they have failed as a league. Like, you gotta be fucking serious. They can't make shit. They can't make no fucking money. And they're gonna be doing this every year until the NBA realizes that subsidizing. But then at the end of the day, as the NBA, as the years go by, the NBA is gonna become more profitable. So at the end, these women are never going to understand what it's like to actually have to run your own business and for you to be accountable for your own self. They'll always have the luxury of the NBA being able to, you know, subsidize all the money that they lose every year. Cause of course, when you make $6 billion, who gives a fuck if you have to give up $10 million just so some females can play basketball or just so, so woman can, you know, live out her dream you know what I'm saying? Live out a dream, but you know, hey, when tons of women that want to own businesses and they can't make no money and they have to come to the reality that their business has to shut down and they sit there and cry to themselves and they find and they and they just try to find something to do to keep their business alive and they can't do that because, you know, reality has to hit them and they have to face that shit just like everybody else. But, you know, when you get to talk about living your dream, when you can't even fucking make money. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just a hypocrisy. And I just feel like at the end that, to me, the WNBA, to me, needs to be canceled. And I think the WNBA, it, it's a failed experiment, not just, you know, from a from a entertainment perspective, from even from a business perspective. Every part and aspect of it is just stupid. And it doesn't make sense to continue a league that can't even fucking make money. The whole goal of business is to make money. And when you're not making money, then what do you do? You got to shut down operations. You can't keep operations open without money. The government shuts down when they don't make money. 
Businesses shut down when you don't make money. It's almost like if the government was losing money and they were going to shut down and China came and said, we'll subsidize all the money the United States loses every year. That's the equivalent of the WNBA. It's like daddy's money. It's like it's like basically you lose money every year, but your dad wants you to be happy and, and wants you to have your own company and be your own girl boss. So he just lets you lose money every year because this dude is super fucking rich and he doesn't give a fuck and you don't learn nothing you don't ever understand what it's like to stand on your own because all you have and everything that you are is exactly what the nba is giving you and when the nba stops giving you that support WNBA is going down the drain. Ain't no businesses putting a money in a failed business venture that hasn't made money in 27 years like you can try to add all the social issues and all the shit that you want bro ain't nobody putting no money in that shit you know what I'm saying? Nobody's putting money into a lead that can't make no money. I'm basically just taking my money. I might as well, like uh, Pablo Escobar, I'm trying to keep my kids warm. I might as well just take the money and put it in the fireplace and use it to keep warm. Like, shit, it's paper. Like, fuck, that's what you're doing with the WNBA. You're just throwing your money in the fireplace. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion on the WNBA. Now, let's go to NBA GOAT. Who do I believe is the GOAT? My personal opinion on the GOAT I believe the GOAT is Michael Jordan. I believe the reason why Michael Jordan is the GOAT is because Michael Jordan is one of the rare athletes. He really was one of the few that combined the ability, right? He combined the ability to have team success with individual success better than pretty much any athlete. You look at a lot of Michael Jordan's accomplishments, 10-time scoring champion, 5-time MVP, 6-time finals MVP. I mean, people don't realize Michael Jordan has uh, people, everybody talk about stats, but Michael Jordan has some of the biggest accomplishments, not just as an NBA player, but as a basketball player in general, has a, a college championship, has two gold medals. Michael Jordan is an accomplished basketball player, but let's... I mean, accomplishments, yeah, he has that over LeBron. But what makes, to me, Michael Jordan better, Michael Jordan is the ultimate winner. And the reality is stats can be misleading because stats don't tell the whole story. Stats just tell you what a person did in the game. Stats don't tell you were these uh, stats meaningful, right? You can get 10 rebounds, but out of those 10 rebounds, eight of them is uncontested rebounds where everybody's getting back on defense versus you're getting seven rebounds a game but four of them are offensive rebounds it people will say that 10 rebounds is more than seven but the value of rebounds the value of the points the value of these things is what's more important you can watch a game and a guy like chris paul put up 10 assists and it means nothing because like what the fuck he didn't have any valuable, didn't do anything else. It's just like 10 assists don't really mean shit if you're not really winning games or if it's just like you just got 10 assists just because you pass it to a guy and he just shot the ball immediately and made it. Getting an assist basically means that the guy you passed it to immediately made a score. It doesn't mean that you made a fancy pass. I can get an assist simply because a guy is wide open at the paint and just throw the ball. It could be the stupidest pass on the planet. I'm still getting assists for it because I passed it, not because it was a good pass, right? So a lot of times we look at stats very empty 
You know what I'm saying? And we don't look at stats for the value that they add to the game. We look at stats for what a person they just threw they just did this in a game right not because he scored 30 and out of his third 30 13 was in the fourth quarter we don't ever bring up stats that are important to the situation we just bring up the stats in general and stats can be very misleading right when you look at like Nikola Jokic he puts up a 42 14 and 15 and it's because he won the game it's valuable you show the parts where his points and his value and what he did on the court, it it was meant for something. And then you look at a guy put up 42, 10, and 10, and he did it in empty stats. You can see he's getting empty rebounds. He's making his shots, but his team is missing shit. And then you talk about to get 10 assists, all you need really is like two and a half assists a quarter. So if you get if you get two teammates to make a shot every quarter, Right, and then add uh, an assist in two out of the four quarters, you get 10 assists a game. So it's not really extremely hard to get an assist. All you, and you can get an assist, 10 assists a game. Your team can miss a whole bunch of fucking shots, but if they make 10 out of the 40 shots that they take, you get 10 assists. Like, that's just the thing with assists. So stats can be very misleading, and, and that's why I don't really focus on stats. I focus on winning. Winning at the end, and even Michael Jordan talked about it. He was talking to um, Coach uh, Thompson um, of Georgetown, and he was saying that, uh, of course, when you look at stats, you can see that you know you can see that a player was nice, but at the end of the day, the goal of the game is to win, and that's what people don't get. The job of basketball is to win. I want to win. I don't care about how many triple doubles you have. I don't care about your stat line. I don't care about, oh, because you got two more assists. My question is, who's going to win the game? And I personally believe that Michael Jordan is going to win the game over any other player. I will take him over Bill Russell, over Kareem, over Will, over Magic, Larry, over all of them. He's going to win. Everybody talk about he never beat Larry, but then again, he never had a team that actually could compete against Larry Bird. And then when he had that team to compete against Larry Bird, they were already kind of old. So at the end of the day, I mean, it wasn't even like really that Larry Bird even had real competition. And then let's talk about the fact that even when Larry Bird was playing against Michael Jordan, it wasn't like they really was doing anything to stop him. It wasn't like they could contain him. It was really the fact that, like I said, he was putting up good numbers, but overall it's about winning and he just wasn't going to win. I mean, let's be real. Like, Michael Jordan even said one man couldn't beat the Boston Celtics. I mean, he wasn't going to beat the Boston Celtics. Even with Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, let's be honest, even with Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan would still be 1-9. Like, the reality is maybe against the Milwaukee Bucks in the 84-85 playoffs, he could have gotten Michael Jordan one more win. The reality is that Scottie Pippen is not a difference maker to where Michael Jordan would have been more successful in the playoffs having Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen would have to guard Larry Bird. And pretty much that basically just sent everything out of the moon like number two is other than Scottie Pippen the Bulls didn't have a lot of weapons on that team 
They had like who? Orlando Woolridge, David Corzine. They had George Gervin, but he was in the later end of his career. I did hear that Michael Jordan used to ridicule him. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but you had George Gervin at the tail end of his career. And so it's kind of weird, right? That people think that if Scottie Pippen was on that team, that they would be somehow better and they still wouldn't be fucking trash and they still wouldn't would have gotten their ass kicked by the Celtics. The Celtics would have still beat the shit out of them. I mean, the reality is Scottie Pippen is not guarding Larry Bird. Larry Bird is dropping 30 a night and Larry Bird is going to like send his ass packing. Like what the fuck? Scottie Pippen would be a lot better than whoever they had guarding Larry Bird, but it wouldn't have been by much. I mean, even when Larry Bird was down on the tail end of his career, Scottie Pippen still couldn't guard him. Even when Larry Bird had the bad back, the reality was, bro, Scottie Pippen was not that good of a player to where he could have really gave Larry Bird problems. Larry Bird would have laughed at Scottie Pippen. Like, what the fuck? Like, Larry is scoring. And this was 1986 Larry Bird. This was, I think this was his second or third MVP in a row at this point because he had won three MVPs in a row. And so I don't really see that. Scottie Pippen would have made a real influence. And so I don't really hold that against Michael Jordan. The reality is that I believe that over any player in the league that he's a winner and he's going to win. And also he's really competitive. I just believe that even if LeBron were to get an advantage over Michael Jordan, that would probably be the last time that he will ever have that. Michael Jordan is coming um, right at his neck. He's, you know, saying going to befriend LeBron James and he's going to break him down. And I just believe that, you know what I'm saying, LeBron doesn't have what it takes to compete with Michael Jordan. Everybody thinks he does, but competitively, he really doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get to a point when LeBron is going to start jacking up long-range three-point shots when his team is losing. And Michael Jordan doesn't do that. Michael Jordan going to keep fighting. He's going to keep fighting. And I just see him prevailing over LeBron. That's just that's just the reality. That's just how things is going to happen. Right? Let's talk about how good I am. To be honest, I will say I'm like a level five hooper. I will say I'm like a hooper. I wouldn't say I'm a hooper. I'm not like shit. I'm definitely better than flight. You know what I'm saying? That nigga's some trash. I would say I'm around cash nasty level. Maybe a little bit better shooter than cash. He's definitely more athletic. Um, way more athletic. Let, let me reiterate that. Way more athletic. Um, but overall, I would go with that. With level five Hooper. I'm not that good at basketball. Like I said, I'm kind of rusty. And I haven't been playing basketball for a long time, for a while. So I'll have to get back into the swing of things. But once I do that, bro, I'll be right back to giving y'all some amazing content, um, especially on the court, like I said. And uh, you just have to see, uh, my jump shot is okay. Uh, Layup-wise towards the rim, I could be better at the rim. I could be better finishing at the rim. My left hand kind of suck. Um... It depends on like with my left hand with a with an angle. When I'm shooting at an angle with my left hand, then I'm pretty good. When I'm just shooting like just straight up uh, with my left hand, sometimes I kind of suck. Like it depends on like if I come at the yeah, like I said, at a certain angle at the rim, I'll be fine. But for the most part, I'm I'm not very good with my left hand. I have some pretty good range. Uh, my defense, of course, I'm kind of big, so defensively, I can't really move as quick as I want to. I had to lose some weight. I had been losing weight and been feeling a lot more energy, but 
it's still more of a process, and I'm, I'm gonna get to it. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta give me some time. You gotta give me some time for that. But anyway, I would like uh, for you guys to go the fuck home. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's time for y'all to get the fuck out because I don't really give a fuck about you niggas. That was my final thoughts. Uh, have none. I don't really give a fuck. I hope you guys go home. Like, cause I'm done. This is my second time doing it because I fucked up the first time. Have a good night. Have a good night. It's going to be a lot of shit you got to do. You got to work hard. You got to be dedicated. You got to get your ass up out there every day. And work, and work. You got to understand what's really you. Get up out the way if you do not play. I am a rap guy, what can I say? A rapper career died where he lay. This and me, thought that shit was okay. No way, feeling like a rascal, okay. I'm a big boy in the paint like Shaq. Put the rock on the floor like Kobe. At it every day, but that shit not enough. Gotta keep going, never give a fuck. I got that gas cause I'm A plus. Singing everything, shaping up like a story. Intro, climax, resolution. Thinking the whole time, like what in the fuck am I doing? Wanna be the best? Then prove it. Go stupid, like you shooting. Get it right live your life everything is a price even attention the rich ones listen you ain't like me you don't get a mention not even a whisper hey don't i know you from backup i don't know you nigga time to get serious